This is the Ops Authority Podcast, where my mission is to break down the backside of your business so you can take the right actions to grow and scale. Hey, I'm Natalie Gingrich, a small business operations expert, and I'm going to give you a front row seat to real solutions that will help you reach the vision that you have for your business, all while equipping you to put out those inevitable pesky fires and those fears that pop up. Listen in for strategies to grow your team, craft the systems and processes that you need for your business, and establish business foundations that you may have skipped over. I know you're ready to do really big things, so let's do it together. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Welcome to the Ops Authority Podcast. I'm your host, Natalie Gingrich, the founder of the Ops Authority and the creator of the Director of Operations Certification Training Program. Today in episode number 169, we are going to be talking about why now is the time to become a Director of Operations. Speaking of the DOO, if you have been eyeing our certification for a little bit, or if you're just stumbling upon us and you have found yourself here on this podcast, I'd like to invite you to an upcoming information session that we have. We're calling it Test Drive the DOO because that's exactly what we're going to be doing. I'm going to share what a DOO is, a director of operations is, and help you determine if this is the next best place for you to learn and grow, to hone your skills, to increase what you are doing today and how you're showing up. We're going to talk about if this is the right thing for you or if it's not. I'm also going to walk you through our newly designed curriculum. I'm so excited to share that. And we're going to showcase how we can help you earn your return on investment while you're inside of the program. It's a six-month program. And so our goal is to make sure that you get your investment back while you're in our training program. And then, of course, we're going to give you the opportunity to ask any questions and receive an answer. I'd love for you to join us. It's going to be held on October the 11th. And why don't you go ahead and sign up at theopsauthority.com forward slash discover. And you too can test drive the DOO and see if it's right for you. Alrighty, let's talk about why right now is the time to become a director of operations. At the time of this recording, we are heading into the fourth quarter of 2022. I cannot even believe we are already wrapping up this year and heading in, starting the planning for 2023. That blows my mind. It feels like we are just starting 2022. Time is a thief, they say. But the past three years have been economically shifty. I'm going to use a very technical term. So they've been shifty. And this year has felt like one of the shiftiest, at least in my time in being a business owner, which is over the last eight years. The impression of the economy has been tainted with supply chains being disrupted. I know that you have probably felt that tightness of supply chains breaking down, you not being able to get, you know what? The other day I was at the grocery store. I was looking for a cliff bar. Cliff bars. Cliff bars. The supply chain for cliff bars is actually broken. They do not exist. I came home and I was like, fine, if it's not in my grocery store, then I'll look on Amazon there too. I could buy a box of Cliff Bars for like $70, like they had jacked up the price. So one small instance of how supply chains have been disrupted. Your interest rates are increasing 
the stock market is down and election talks are already starting. All of these things and more are really adjusting the way that the world is looking at the economy. And frankly, we hear the word recession on a daily basis. And I know that word is kind of taboo. Some people have a lot of strong feelings about it, but pundits are arguing amongst each other to determine if we're really in a recession or if we're not. Because Job growth and opportunities remain well above long-term averages right now, and wage growth is the strongest it's been for decades, albeit we, at least in the United States, have experienced two consecutive quarters of a negative GDP, and that, by definition, is what a recession is. So you've got these high wages, meaning our compensation is really healthy, job opportunities are still growing. And we also, ironically, are having two consecutive quarters of a negative gross domestic product or GDP. So it's a conundrum. And I can see why these pundits, much smarter than me, much more focused on the economy on a daily basis, are arguing amongst one another. But Regardless of that, small business owners are planning and they are forging ahead. And that's where I'm going to meet you today. From an employment perspective, so those of us who are looking for opportunities, which is everybody here, I've got some really good news for you. And I went down a rabbit hole and is it a rabbit hole or a rabbit trail? I don't know. But I started doing a lot of fact-finding as we do because that's who we are. We're operators. We're curious. And I, I forged that path over the last couple of days, really looking at the data and looking and seeing what is truly going on. So so I'm coming to you with some really good news. Businesses are still hiring and they are healthily hiring. The Bureau of Labor Statistics posted this on September the 2nd. So about a month ago, notable, this is quoted, Notable job gains occurred in professional and business services in healthcare and retail trade, end quote. Professional businesses, those are going to include, because I went and I researched, I was like, what is professional businesses? It's business services. It sounded like something that is where we would be aligned, but I wanted to understand it better. So I dug into the Bureau of Labor Statistics to understand that. And professional business services include IT, human resources, data, financial activities, management, and consulting. Sounds like an operator to me, a service provider, a project manager. And this is sweet, sweet news. Another fact for you, the National Federation of Independent Businesses recently reported that, quote, the majority of small businesses in the United States who employ more than half of the nation's workforce, small businesses employ half, more than half of the nation's workforce are not only looking to hire, but are struggling to find employees, end quote. Hold on to that, because if you watch the news, if you listen to your mama and your papa and your neighbor, they are probably telling you about doom and gloom on the economy, and there are pieces of that that are struggling. But from an employment perspective, we are seeing very strong markets for employees. So I think that that is also really good news. All in, we are all going to be okay, but the media and everyday chatter probably has you focused on the hardship that feels like it's coming, which is completely natural, right? That's the beauty and the curse or the blessing and the curse of having access to all of this media and frankly, all these smart people being able to share all of their thoughts in all of these different mediums. So in today's podcast, I wanted to share why right now is the time to invest in you becoming the next best version of yourself 
and to encourage you to become a director of operations now, even in this uncertain climate. I have just shared and I deeply believe that we are in a safe environment from an employment perspective, especially from a professional services bend, but also I want to be cognizant that there are going to be economical struggles that are happening in our environment because it's much more. The the workforce and the economy is made up of a lot more than what we've just described today. We talked about the supply chains. We talked about the interest rates. Those things are going to bring some hardship to people. But why is right now the time to become a director of operations? This is the time, and I'm going to run through about a well, actually two handfuls of reasons why you should not wait. You should not wait to invest in yourself. And hear me out. These are not made up self-serving tips. These are compiled. I have done the work to compile these tips to help you get a realistic view of the environment and how, even though this environment is what it is, how you can still up-level yourself and be confident that you have solid options for employment. I'm never going to sell you a false bill of goods. That's not who I am. That does not align with my value system. So I just want to give you and talk to you and have a conversation today. I also want to tell you fair warning that these may give you some really good ideas for marketing your services too. So consider this podcast, not only informational, but also a gift for your marketing. Even though there's an argument at bay to determine if we're in a recession or not, I have put together nine reasons why directors of operations are highly sought after now and if we go into a market contraction. Notice I said if, okay? So buckle up, let's dive into these nine reasons. First of all, a director of operations is going to focus on operational efficiencies. And if there is gonna be a contraction, that's exactly what needs to be focused on. We are looking at redundancies where we can save a little bit of money, identifying processes and creating some efficiencies around that. A lot of times there are time and money savings that go into that and then quality. Operational efficiencies are highly tied to delivering a higher quality of a product or an experience, which is going to pay off in massive dividends for you. When we put an emphasis here as a business owner on the operational efficiencies, we're going to expand and protect our profit margins. As an operator, especially as a high-level operator, your work and your efforts all work towards protecting and increasing profit margins. By putting in systems and processes and finding efficiencies, you protect the margins, if not increasing them. With a greater margin, businesses are able to save or invest. Our visionary counterparts, when I say visionary, I'm pretty much talking about a founder, a president, a CEO, those titles, but those are our counterparts and they don't see details. So they're not likely looking and finding efficiencies, spotting gaps or isolating any of the risk that they're seeing. If visionaries operate alone without operational support, they tend to make very rash decisions and may not be isolating a true or bringing a true solution into the business. So this is the number one reason a DOO should invest in their leadership right now. A director of operations is going to have a spotlight on operational efficiencies, and that's what businesses are going to need if indeed they need it all the time, but they're definitely going to turn a focus to that if we go into an economic downturn. All right, number two, there are two sides of business. So you've got marketing and you've got operations. 
Simply put, marketing is the front end where the customer acquisition takes place. And then once the sale takes place, fulfillment begins. I call this entire area where we talk about fulfillment, the backside or operations. And if a business is hyper aware or fearful of the economy impacting their livelihood, they're going to focus on the leanest, most profitable part of their business model. Let me tell you more. It costs a lot to acquire a customer, which is also called marketing. So the focus is going to shift to serving the customer you already have, you've already acquired, and you want to serve them very, very well. What does that mean? Well, it means that they're going to stick around, which in turn increases your top line. You're not having to reallocate funds to bring in new customers. You're serving the ones that you have so that they stick around. Do you know who is focused on the fulfillment, customer satisfaction, and the customer journey? operators. So we keep a close eye and put in a system and processes and build strong teams to service the customer so that they stick around. You will be highly leveraged because fulfillment is your gift and your focus. That was reason number two. On to reason number three. Visionaries love to innovate. In fact, that's their gift. That's what they are born to do. So in a time where they are trying to hold on to funds because they don't know what's going to happen with the market, they stop innovating. They go into as much of a stabilizing environment as possible. But here's the thing. Innovation is still critical, even in a downturn or the fear of a downturn. So the one difference is that the businesses are going to have to try on concepts and new products to meet your customers where they are. Customers are shifting. And if the customers are shifting, your solutions may have to shift. And so they're going to have to do this at a faster rate. And anytime innovation is happening, regardless of the environment, innovation brings projects. And with projects, that means you get to come in and help that business through project management. Project management is a core skill of every director of operations. And sometimes that is in designing the project or creating the project plan. And sometimes that's in managing and delivering it. So we cover the entire gamut. Now, directors of operations may have some selection in which part of the project they lead, but just know innovation equals projects. Projects equals project management. Project management equals directors of operations. Leaders know the value of a project manager, especially when time is of the essence. You've got a sexy skill and lucky for us, it comes natural to us. Be sure that you're showing off the skill of project management so that you can help businesses to innovate in a very fast and agile environment. All right, fourth reason, this right here, and we've been seeing this shift since 2020, but it is at a peak right now. This is an intrapreneurial environment. Even in our own DOO community, we're seeing the need for security and stability to drive these ambitious, highly driven women to be in dedicated roles with their ideal client. This is the perfect place to be an intrapreneur. If this term is new to you, it means that you are acting like an entrepreneur, but within you're doing that within an established company. The term is built off of the two words, internal and entrepreneur, to come up with intrapreneur. As an entrepreneur, 
you take ownership and you have autonomy of a function or a department. And even better than that is that you have the ability to make a significant impact without spending your resources to build it. You're going to leverage that of the company that you're working in. That is what makes being an entrepreneur very exciting to operators, especially those women that are in our community. This is most often an employee role. I've seen it be a contractor role, but I think employers get the biggest bang when they are bringing in an employee to do this. And also from a safety and a risk perspective, you probably want somebody on your team full-time if you're going to have an entrepreneur on your team. So this is most often an employee role and it's one where you have resources, as in you already have a team to assist you in building and delivering. So you get to come in as that strategist and the focus and the spirit is highly associated with growth. Since directors of operations are literally, you're a strategic partner, you've already got expertise, entrepreneurship falls well within your ability. Start thinking about this. Start ideating in this and start looking for opportunities around this because employers are looking for this. This is when CEOs find their match and that's often how they describe a director of operations. So entrepreneur environment is on fire right now. Let's start looking for those opportunities. Moving along, businesses are yearning for internal stability, and they're going to do that whenever they're stressed or complex times are happening, which I don't believe we're there right now, but we could be, and that's the fear. This means that there's going to be a focus on team and culture and development to ensure that the structure is running optimally, okay? They're looking for internal stability, so their team, their culture, and developing those people on your team are going to help in running your business in an optimal state. So visionaries are fantastic, but team development is definitely not their sweet spot, at least for most. And directors of operations have a strong relationship with the resources of the company, and they're wired to craft plans for optimizing skills and bridging the values to the culture. So what I mean by that, they're going to look at the values of the team that makes up this company. And they're going to use those values to bring them together, to aggregate them, to build culture. When you do that, you build a cohesive team. Cohesive teams who are in a safe and inspiring structure, there's a ton of benefits. First of all, turnover is less and maybe as important or more important, they are highly productive teams. It is a win-win. They're aligned with the mission. They are able to take an idea and because they're so synergistic internally, they're able to take that idea into fruition and deliver it and execute on it in a very well-oiled fashion. This is another benefit that a director of operations will bring. All right, walking into the next reason here. Everyone's talking about supply chains and how they're disrupted, but that's focused on a product-based business, kind of like the Cliff Bar example I gave you earlier. What about businesses who provide a service, an information product, or education? Well, their supply chain is going to involve service providers like you who are helping them to deliver. You add on a layer of strategy and you've got a valuable asset as a director of operations. So Think of supply chains outside of product-based businesses. Think about all of those people who are servicing. And we're not talking just coaches and consultants. Think about everything from you know someone who is delivering financial services or investments or a tax accountant or your 
hair salon, right? That is still a service. So think of services and what does the hair salon have to have? They have to have somebody to cut hair, right? To do all the things that salons do. So think about the players inside of a service. And if you're in the online space right now, coaches and consultants and information products probably come quickly to mind. They can't do that without having somebody to help drive their solution, to drive their service. And that's you as an operator. All right, reason number seven, we've got two more after this. Leaders need help making decisions and decisions take data, especially if they're operating in a state of fear or overwhelm. They're gonna be slower. They're gonna want to be more methodical with making those decisions and decisions come slowly in that state. And the asset that you have as an operator is you have curiosity that turns into a beautiful analytical and methodical skill set. You can ask the questions that lead to fact-finding in that data, and that's going to bring clarity and decisions magically become easier. That is huge, and it provides an adaptable and agile environment. That's what we're going to have to have. We've talked about in several of these different reasons why becoming a director of operations right now makes the most sense. We've talked about that today. Having the adaptability and the agility for our businesses, that's what we're going to be bringing. And in this example that I shared with you, leaders still are gonna need to make decisions, but they're gonna want confidence that they're making the right decisions. And so they're gonna need data. In my own company, I'm doing the exact same thing right now. And I am looking to data. So our team is gathering a lot of data. You as a director of operations have that gift and you're gonna be able to bring that. What does that mean? It means that you can be more certain, more confident in the decision, whatever that decision is, whether it's a yes or a no. And then they have you as an operator to put that into a project and you can start managing that project from a very high level. Alrighty, reason number eight, it is no secret that marketing systems are changing. Organic growth is on the rise and getting a lot of attention. Kind of reminding me of my days of starting my business, like 2015. We're going back to our roots and processes that were alive like eight years ago. Before paid marketing became a crutch, no longer can we throw money at advertising and feel confident that it's going to bring a profit. Now, those days existed and they were sweet, ladies, (laughs) but those days are over. I mean, paid advertising in 2022 has been a bad, bad, bad mess, okay? So what are businesses doing and marketing departments? They're having to figure out how we can get in front of our customers in a faster way and not throw that money away. So organic mechanisms are on the rise. And those take organization and communication and no one better to organize, optimize, and to provide structure to those organic mechanisms than a director of operations. Now, I've got a strong belief that you separate marketing and operations. So I'm not saying to cross over into the marketing space, but if you are on a team that has a marketing function, and I hope you are as a DOO, you've got a counterpart in the marketing space. So you're not having to play both. I don't like that. That's what Veronica Romney calls a Frankenstein role. And we don't like that around here. But the great thing is your gift can help that marketing department to, again, provide the organization to optimize it, to look at structures and all that together brings the organic marketing to flow faster, easier, and better. So use those gifts, those organizational gifts as a director of operations. And then reason number nine, 
it's not like a lesser reason. It's just the ninth reason. (laughs) You must keep evolving and building upon the skills that have gotten you to this point. It may be the perfect time for a pivot, or you may be open to evolving. You're probably ready. I hope you're ready to evolve into the next best version of you. You've got what the world needs, and they need it right now. I've talked to you about this. Don't hide behind who you were years ago. Even though you may be hearing all of this talk about the economy and doom and gloom, you cannot hide behind who you were. You can't stay complacent with who you were three years ago, five years ago, one year ago, I see women in particular staying stuck for far too long. You cannot settle. Stay true to your next best self. That's where you become inspired. To make a transformation like this, you need elevated frameworks, you need community, and you need mentorship. That is everything that you're going to find inside of the Director of Operations Certification Program. As we wrap up, let me remind you that you have what it takes to become a director of operations and the economy is looking for exactly that skill. If you're curious about what it's like to be a director of operations or what our curriculum covers, or maybe you're curious about what our program structure looks like, then you're invited to attend our 90-minute information session where we are literally allowing you to test drive the DOO certification program. Sign up today at the Ops Authority dot com forward slash discover. This is a great time to ask any questions and to gain clarity so that you know if this program is right for you or if it's not. We'll be opening up our 17th round. Yes, we have done this 17 times. This is going to be our final training for 2022 and we would love to have you there. Head on over to the opsauthority.com forward slash discover. All right, friends, don't let the talk of recession scare you. There are lots of options for high-level strategic leaders like you who have a gift of operations. This profession will not be affected by the potential slowdown. And I hope that these nine reasons that I have shared with you today show you and demonstrate why that is not the case. As with every episode of the Ops Authority podcast, we have an ops activity. I'm not here to waste even one second of your time. So each episode is accompanied by an action that you should take. With today's episode, I'd like for you to join us in our upcoming information session. You can join us at theopsauthority.com forward slash discover. If you have questions ahead of time, feel free to drop them inside of our Ops Insiders Facebook group, and I will answer them live on our call. Alrighty, ladies, I hope that this has been enlightening. It's full of facts. I did lots of research to help us to make a really strong decision. Ultimately, becoming a director of operations is a phenomenal career path for you, whether you want to build a business or whether you want to be an entrepreneur. But right now is the time. This is very, very delightful, albeit all of the drama and negative connotations that are going on in the industry. I looked at the cold, hard facts of what is happening with the job market. The job market is stable. It actually grew a little bit in the last month and opportunities are out there. People are looking to hire. They are actually struggling to find talent. So let's fill the gap. Let's up-level who you are. Let's make that transformation so that when you are looking, you're looking for the next best version. You're looking for an ideal fit. You're not settling for the kinds of clients or the types of roles that you have been in. It's time to take it to the next level. The time is here. Let's do this. I hope to see you inside of our training, theopsauthority.com forward slash discover, where we will talk about, and I'll give you an opportunity to test drive the DOO. Thanks, friends. I will see you back next week with episode number 170. 
Thank you for investing just a little bit of time to listen to this episode of the Ops Authority Podcast. I am so grateful to be surrounded by real action takers like you who are invested in growing their business through operations. Will you add one more action to your to-do list today? Visit theopsauthoritypodcast.com where you can join our community of business owners and other ops experts. You're going to hear from me in a week, but in the meantime, do big things on the backside of your business.